Welcome back to another episode of Kindred Conversations. I'm Paris Tews. And I'm Brittany Fry. And we always talk for like a long time before we start recording. (laughs) And we're trying to be better about just starting recording and letting you guys a little bit more in on the behind the scenes. So that's gonna be fun. We did talk for like 20 minutes about books. But yeah, but But you didn't want to hear that yet. Tried to stay away from episode topics. Yes, (laughs) yes. Before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Merit. We are so excited to have them on the podcast. We are obsessed with their products. I bought their lip oil like a year ago, and I have been in love with the brand ever since. I just got their concealer stick, and I love it. Okay, I love the sticks are all getting so popular right now. And I feel like, especially with clean beauty brands, which I love, I don't mind buying a less clean mascara or yeah. even sometimes a lipstick or you know an eyebrow yeah. gel but for anything going like right on my face I really want something clean something that feels nice yes you also know? I have to say I've tried the Ilia skin tint and I know people love that but I prefer Merit's Merit stick yes. yes and I have their cream blush and I love it I wear the color fox it's like a pretty almost bronzy color anyways we have a link if you shop through our link we make a small commission and you get a discount as well. So we will put that in show notes. So thank you for supporting our podcast by supporting Merit. Okay, Britt, do you want to say what you're grateful for? I will. I have had this little thought um, just like in the back of my mind lately. And it was um, just something that Johnny said to me a few weeks ago. I was feeling so stressed about so many things that I quote unquote had to do. Um just you know the boys are so busy right now and honestly like people have been like do you feel like it's hard having three and I'm like it's hard having two toddler boys (laughs) yeah I'm like Eloise has added just pure sunshine to our life I'm like um my boys are chaos like (laughs) and they're just don't get me wrong adorable and and funny and all the things but just chaos you know they're two toddler boys as they should be yes Anyway, um, I just was feeling like I, um, had a lot, had a lot going on, was trying to do a lot of things on my checklist. And anyway, I, in the morning, as I'm like cleaning up the kitchen, Brooks is like, um, mom, where are we going today? And I'm like, uh, I don't think we are going anywhere today. Like you can go play outside. I got some things to get done, you know? And he's like, okay, do you want to go to the farm or the dinosaur museum? (laughs) just classic like yes. pulling a me on me you yes. know so I'm like um and I just couldn't him and Wells were just so cute and so convincing and I'm like how can I rob yeah. them of this opportunity <laughs> so I was like okay we can go to the dinosaur museum so we went to the dinosaur museum and honestly it was really lovely I met up with a friend and it was great to chat and we were there for a long time they got their energy out and Anyway, all the things, you know, it was, it was actually a really positive experience. And then on our way home, we stopped and got lunch and I called Johnny on my way back and he was asking me about it. And I just was like, it actually was really good as much as I didn't want to go anywhere because I have so much to do. And he kind of interrupted me and was like, you know, I know, I know you're stressed and I know you have a lot of things on your list, but to be totally honest, this is the only thing that you actually have to do. And it was honestly a great reality check. Okay, what a truth bomb from Johnny. Right? Yeah. It was. And he didn't say it in a way that was like demeaning. Yeah. It was just like a reminder of like, you know what? Like dishes can wait. Podcast stuff can wait. Like whatever it was. This is what needs to be. Yeah. The service, you know, whatever it was on the list that day. I honestly don't even remember at this point. Yeah. Which just goes to show like it felt so urgent. And he just was like, this is the only thing you really have to do. And he's like, don't, you know, I know, I know you feel like you have a lot and you are doing a yeah. lot, but like, anyway, I have had that phrase in my mind almost every day since he said it. And it's been a good six weeks every day. I'm when I'm getting down with my boys and I'm taking them outside when we're going somewhere, when I'm making them lunch, whatever it is. And I'm running through my list in my head. How am I going to get it all done? I just remind myself, this is honestly all you have to do yeah you know everything else is extra yeah and I think that regardless of the phase you're in I think that applies because I just was thinking like of course there are other things on the list but like in that moment in that moment that you are being present with your kids or serving them or whatever it is 
that can be all that you have Mm -hmm. to do right then yeah yeah sweet and you can set that time apart and then move on to something else 100 percent. anyway great what about you okay I just weaned Lola (gasps) amazing yes I mean I how long I know how I think I've weaned her I haven't nursed her in three whole days oh that's a big deal yes it's been three whole days honestly almost four in the morning it'll be four so that's a big deal that is a big deal I I'm just gonna talk about it because it's been so emotional but okay there are a few things that made me feel like okay it's really time yeah and nobody I think talks about this but I nursed Miles for 22 months and so stopping nursing Lola at 15 months felt really hard for me because you know, I, I just, I nursed Miles for so much longer. And I know 15 months is a long time to nurse Lola. It wasn't even like, I feel like it's not long enough. It just felt like, oh, I was able to give this to your brother for so long. And I'm not in a place where I'm able to give that to you right. as much as I did with your brother. But there are a couple experiences I'll talk about later. But she also started biting me. <laughs> okay, well, your brother wasn't biting me yeah. until 22 months. Yeah. But anyways, um... I was putting her to sleep tonight and nursing is a really special time for me and Lola. I feel like most of our days are focused on Miles. You know, he's the one that demands a lot of attention. He's just older. He's more vocal. And she's just my happy girl that goes with the flow. And nursing was really our special time. Totally. When we really connected and it was really hard for me to give that up. But tonight when I was putting her to bed, this was the, tonight was the first night that she had like no issues it's been a little bit easier every night but yeah it's been like six days of me not nursing her before bed and tonight was the first night that it was seamless anyways so I go in to put her in bed I've like bathed her brushed her teeth Miles was already in bed and I'm just snuggling with her because that's kind of what I've been doing is snuggling with her and rocking her and she just right away just nuzzled into my shoulder and just snuggled with me. Aww. So I'm like rocking her and snuggling her. And after like 60 seconds, she just says, hi. It's her only word. <laughs> she says, hi, and then gave me a kiss. And just like every like 60 seconds, hi, and gave me a kiss. Oh, and it was just so tender and so special because it was such a sweet reminder to me that even though nursing is over and that's something I loved and I'm mourning the loss of, you know, with that loss comes something else really special and really sweet. And, you know, I'm so excited for Pierce to be able to put her down and right. for her to give him those snuggles. Totally. And I'm, and like that time snuggling point. with her, like, I love that. I'm so grateful I get that. And so it was, I'm just so grateful for that tender moment of replacing something I loved so much with something else I know I will love so much. So. That's what I'm grateful for. That's sweet. I love it. And, oh and my I'm goodness. happy for you. Thank you. Okay, I have to say, last night, I was like so proud of myself. I'm like, oh my goodness. It's because I knew it was going to be hard to wean Lola. She loves to nurse, loved to nurse. <laughs> <laughs> but I was laying in bed. I'm like, oh my goodness, I've gone two days without nursing her. That's a big deal. It's been two days. Because in the past, I've been like, oh, we've gone two feeds. Right. We've gone right. 24 hours. And like, oh my gosh, we went two days. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my gosh, I probably won't nurse her again. Like, it's been two days. It's right. probably over. I literally just started oh, sobbing. I, like, I was like, went from being so proud to like, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> over. Like, I didn't think it was going to be over that fast. Anyways, oh my gosh, it's so, it hurts when your baby doesn't feel like a baby anymore. And she right. really doesn't feel like a baby. Right. Oh, totally. Yes. She's, Anyways, she's just a toddler in her own right. Thanks for letting me have my emotional little moment. Oh, of course. I know that. I mean, everyone feels differently in, about nursing, but I know how much you. Yes, I love have it. And truly loved and it you know, and I'm savored so it. And your grateful. babies do too. Yes, I'm so grateful that I've loved nursing. It's been like, I feel like a tiny bit guilty saying this, but you know what? I've loved nursing and I really don't like being pregnant. So th- it's one thing that I try to like really bask in. I totally. love nursing. Anyways, I'm sad it's over, but I'm also, it, it really did feel, I felt confident it was the right time. And especially, this is kind of what we wanted to talk about today. We had a lot of requests to um, do a pregnancy postpartum update. Okay. 
And it went it went perfectly in with this. Paris needed to wean because she's pregnant. In case you missed, yes. in case you missed a very subtle announcement, Paris is pregnant. Okay, we have so much to talk about. First of all, I feel like Britt and I both obviously like we talk so much about the podcast on the podcast. We talk all about our personal lives, but I feel like for some reason we both <laughs> shy away from it. I think because we co-host. So sometimes it feels like, oh, I'm not going to like talk all about my pregnancy totally. and how it's going. Because I'm like, what's Paris going to say? Like, <laughs> I don't, like yeah, no, we want to talk about like, kind of where we have like mutual. Yes. Okay. I but don't know. I ground. have to share. I felt so awkward. I I texted Britt like as the podcast episode is airing. Yes. Also, if you haven't listened, if you haven't listened to our spring cleaning episode, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm 14 weeks pregnant. Even if you did listen to the spring cleaning episode, you may it, have, you may have missed it. It <laughs> might have been confusing because it was the most anticlimactic announcement ever. I I was sending Brit audio messages the next day. I'm like, I just listened to this episode. I'm like, it was the most awkward announcement ever. I think in my head, I it wasn't like I was announcing I was pregnant. I was just thinking like I can't have an honest conversation about this without this fact. Right. But like I didn't really announce it in my head but also like I did because no one knew and that's how I told everyone (laughs) right 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 but with that said we're so excited um we found out right after we got home from Japan and which just felt like kind of wild timing it was a, a surprise I mean it wasn't like a shock and it immediately felt really right and we were super happy with it but it I mean we we were surprised and we were really excited I'm gonna have a baby like early November early mid November I don't know. I'm not. Which is just what you wanted. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm. You wanted October, September, October, November. Yes. Yes. And I have to say, I'm obsessed with the timing of this pregnancy because in my past, in with my past pregnancies, I have a baby in February and a baby in March. And so I've always gotten pregnant like midsummer. Yeah. And this time I got pregnant in February. And so I felt crappy. I felt not good. But when summer starts, like hopefully now hopefully really really soon I'm gonna feel better I'm gonna be in my second trimester and then I just get to kind of like bask in my second trimester all summer summer and then summer goes by so fast and then fall comes and I'm having a baby yeah and right at that point where I'm getting super uncomfortable I can move into my sweaters and my leggings and nest for a little bit as it gets cooler and then have a baby I'm so I'm so excited to have a third baby Miles is on top of the world he's so <laughs> tender with the baby anyways we're gonna talk all about it but we're doing a whole podcast episode about me being pregnant and about Brit being four months postpartum like it's just been a wild few months for both of us honestly and we it's been to a talk wild about it. it's been if we're being totally honest it's been a wild few years yeah we have been just let's so just, just keeping when with we the trends. when we started when we started the podcast I was fresh postpartum we took a picture and I was like both Paris and I were like, it's okay. Like we'll re just like full disclosure. Hey, I thought you looked great. Full disclosure. I gained 50 pounds every pregnancy, like just non-negotiable. Yeah, also same. So anyway, we mine. both were like, it's okay. It's okay. Like we'll retake pictures, you know, we'll retake pictures in a year or two. Like it'll be no big deal. We honestly were like six to 12 months, but you know, then we got around to taking more pictures. Then we got around to taking more pictures and I was even fresher, postpartum. even fresher. Postpartum. <laughs> literally who would have known, but I was five weeks by yeah. the time we retook them. And that's literally how it's been. It's just been like baby, 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 baby. We're just taking turns. Yeah, we are. And we haven't we had totally a baby are. together since, um, since Brooks our first. Miles. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, we're just taking turns, but, um, but it's been a crazy few years, yeah. but it's fun. And we will, by the time I have this baby, we will have doubled our kid count since starting this podcast. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Okay. How's pregnancy going for you? I want the update. Um, okay. I mean, I said, I feel like crap. <laughs> I honestly feel I'm throwing up way less than I was with Lola. And honestly, I think I feel better than I did with Lola. But with that said, I feel like crap. Like it's yeah. just pregnancy is hard on me I feel crummy like mentally physically my energy is absolutely none there have been so many days of me someone I think requested like how do you an episode for like yes, how do yes. you survive pregnancy first trimester with a toddler and or something like that do you here's my honest answer I lay on my couch and let my kids play together and let my kids absolutely destroy my house <laughs> because I don't have the energy to stop it 
right or we go to the park honestly that's a huge thing i try to get out of the house as much as i can and we'll like go to the park and i'll just sit on the bench and watch them play but (laughs) the other day i was like laying on my couch listening to an audiobook and miles is so sweet like he knows i don't feel good and he and lola brought a box of cheerios downstairs and they just went to town with cheerios for like (laughs) an hour and a half and afterwards i'm like okay we're all gonna vacuum these up together but like it bought me an hour and a half right right i mean i don't really i'm not like recommending that you let your kid your kids just destroy everything but honestly my answer is just survive like just do whatever you can to get through it and for me that's what that has mostly looked like i've gotten a lot of help um it's honestly been a really hard month pierce has been he gone a, a lot yes he had a five-day trip and then a week break and then an eight-day trip which pierce travels very frequently but, but he not does like not that. travel he does not travel for a long time right he's like out he's like gone for two nights back for three weeks gone for two nights like the frequency is a lot but being gone for a week on a week off a week on yes yeah, yeah. That's like, we don't do that. And it's been really hard. So anyways, my parents have been super helpful and great. And my friends have been great. And I have, I, yeah, I can't imagine keeping the pregnancy a secret. Like I need help. Right. And I've gotten help and I'm grateful for that. And yeah, I'm just surviving, trying to take care of myself. And I really am too. Like I'm saying, I feel like crap, but I, I am functional. Like I'm not, I'm not like ill. I just feel crappy and I keep using that word and I know that's like not a very descriptive word but it's the best way I can describe it like I'm fine I'm functioning I'm just like at like 40% capacity yes that's totally how I feel in my first trimester and you feel like gender wise you feel like it's a boy because you're not throwing up as much I think it's a boy because I'm not throwing up as much but that's the only reason I think that and I'm curious if that is a wives tale or if if there is like I have heard people say, like, your third pregnancy is just, like, who the heck knows? Interesting. Okay. Um, I was going to find out the gender last week. Did I talk about this? Also, did you see this? <gasps> I have one no, on each arm. No, you don't. I'm showing Brit. I have oh, bruises on my Paris. arm from Wednesday. This is a week no. ago. No, 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 no. I'm showing Brit these bruises. I'll post pictures. But I went to get blood drawn just for, like, the normal workup and... Um, I was going to do genetic testing because I want to know mostly because we have the hardest time with names. Pierce and I have a totally hard time with names. And so I'm like, we've got to, we've got to get working on this. Lola was like game time decision and it was really stressful. (laughs) (laughs) So we need our whole, we need as much time as we can get. Anyways, I go to get my blood work done. Um, just like regular standard blood work and genetic testing. And I, I was supposed to get like seven vials of blood yeah, drawn. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's a time. Because there's already a lot for the regular blood draw and then the and genetic then the testing. testing. Anyways, they got it all for me. And I'd like, I'd been drinking a lot of water in preparation for it because I've had um just like some bad experiences in the past with getting Shoot. my blood drawn. And like, I'm not a wuss. I, <laughs> I birth, I birth unmedicated. But like when it comes to getting my blood drawn, I'm like such a baby. Anyway, um, they draw my blood and they found a vein right away and like blood wasn't coming out of it and so they switched to the <gasps> other arm no and same thing they found a vein blood wasn't coming out of it went to the other vein and she's like i know that this is in your vein she's like i got a vial of blood but none no more is coming out of it she's like i feel the needle in your vein she's like i think you must just be so dehydrated that like your body does not want to give me any blood. <laughs> what in the world? So I got like two of the seven vials. Uh-uh. And I I was just like, okay, I need to stop nursing, first of all. Yeah. Like I can't be nursing. My body's right. just like obviously ha- can't keep Giving up. all the nutrients to the baby. Also, and I then feel, to have to, yes. you know, come up with enough to also, nurse. Also, I feel very, very, very nauseous. And drinking water just like it doesn't settle well in my stomach. Yeah, totally. It sits so heavy when you're yes, that nauseous. Yes, yeah. I ha- actually haven't felt that way the past couple of days. But yeah, I just like I'm thirsty, but drinking water is hard. Anyways. Yes. Anyways. So I don't know the gender. <laughs> Couldn't get enough blood, and I'm like, okay, we'll just wait for the ultrasound. And oh I'm trying. I'm trying to do like I'm trying to be better at taking care of myself. I obviously yes. need Lola. I've been drinking more water and like electrolytes. And as you start to feel better, that will be easier. I'm yes. Sure. Yes. Anyways, 
but I'm really excited. I've, I feel really excited to be having a third and Miles is like so tender with my belly. He just every day is like, can I say hello to the baby? Can I kiss the baby? Aww. Sweet Lola has no idea what's going on, but it's, I'm we're excited. Oh, totally. I'm so excited for you. Um, okay. Also, I have to say, I got asked at nine weeks <laughs> pregnant if I'm pregnant oh, and no. it was by a little girl. So, you <laughs> know, she's being honest. I, we were standing like waiting for produce and she looks at me and she goes, or she's standing next to her mom and she looks at me and she looks at her mom and she goes, mom, does that girl have a baby in her belly? <laughs> and I know her mom and she's like, I Just panicking know. in her yeah, mind. Yeah. <laughs> she looks pretty bloated. <laughs> no, but she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, don't worry. She does have a baby in her belly. But I was <laughs> nine weeks pregnant. Like nine weeks and one day. So. So early. Yeah. So I, sh- if you're wondering if I show early. Yeah. But especially, I'm especially with a third. I don't know why yeah. it just, honestly, I feel like my third was shocking how much. Yeah more like quote unquote pregnant I felt just like yes. very classic you know where I'm like oh I've heard people talk about this and this is the first time I felt it or that like you're showing so early I don't know I just felt shocked like it felt vastly different from my other two yes so especially when you already feel like you show early yes a Somebody, third is just with like, miles my first my first pregnancy someone asked a stranger asked me if I was pregnant at 16 weeks which is wild it's so early yeah anyways Oh, I also have to say... But it's also kind of... I do have to say... Sorry. No, no. I actually... Because I feel like I show early too. And I do do think that I prefer that. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes you're like, wow, seriously? Like, what is up with this? It does kind of feel like I feel all this pressure to announce because I'm like, anyone can see me and know I'm pregnant. 100%. But But also I feel like I'm like, I I way prefer that over like feeling crappy or even just like having this weirdest like bloat situation with your stomach where you're just like, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. You know, it's kind of nice to look pregnant because then everyone knows you're pregnant. You know? I mean, I don't love it by the end when I'm just so massive. Like that pace keeps up throughout my whole pregnancy right, right. <laughs> but I agree I do like showing early it's, yeah for the most part it's really nice okay I also have to say I've been taking bone Justa this time around yes and it's really helped me I thought I was feeling better and I just tried to stop taking it and I was so sick oh my gosh I was so sick I threw up like twice in 24 hours which I have not been throwing up very much this pregnancy so that was like it helped me realize how much bone Justa has been helping me yeah I'm so happy for that okay but listen to this. I literally found out. I'll, I'll actually explain exactly how my thought process happened. You know how I told you I was sobbing because I'm not nursing Lola? Yes. Literally, my thought process was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. Like, this is so heartbreaking. And like, after like a few minutes, I'm like, okay, hopefully my my bone just makes me really sleepy. And so I fall asleep because I'm so sad. <laughs> and I'm like... We, it was weird like I never even like thought to ask if bone Justa was nursing safe and so I like, did a quick google it's totally not you're not supposed to take it nursing I, oh my gosh I felt horrible I felt horrible you'd think that they would I mean I don't know you'd well I'm like my midwife it. my midwife prescribed it to right, me right right and now that I think about it like she didn't ask me if I was nursing well and especially when you can but take something when like you're one year old when you're taking something pregnant you just assume it's safe totally nursing, you know? totally well, yeah, and it was like given to me by a midwife. Right. I felt so awful. Yeah, that's interesting. I called my dad. My dad's a doctor, and I call him about everything. But I called my dad, and he's like, "It's, it's not a huge deal. I mean, I shouldn't have done it, but like, in hindsight, it's gonna be. It's fine. like, it's gonna be fine. I mean, I obviously stopped. I stopped nursing, but anyways, that's another good thing that I'm done. Yeah, nursing, and that's good to know because I can't anyone. be done with that. Anyways, yeah, if you're taking Bonjesta and you're nursing, stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like I've talked a lot about my pregnancy and I'm glad no, because I'm, I've, I've, it's been like this awkward thing that like, glad you did. we've kind of talked about, but we haven't actually talked about. Oh, totally. But yeah, it was very briefly mentioned and we had quite a few people be like very briefly and very awkwardly. And then I mentioned, and, and then in one of our episodes, I just like casually threw it out and we had multiple people <laughs> message, text, comment, <laughs> be like, um, what was that pregnancy comment? Were we supposed to know? <laughs> anyway you were you were (laughs) yeah sorry about that I just like I can't I I can't have an honest conversation about spring cleaning your life and like not tell you that I feel awful feel awful and my spring cleaning is like the bare minimum yeah 
yeah okay. anyways okay wait i want to ask you though are you hoping for one gender or the other oh no i feel so spoiled having one of each i totally honestly would be like what would be the thrilled. pros or what would be the pros or cons for you because i feel like it's i mean as a mother of course you're like yeah i'd take either i'm stoked yeah. you know yeah. but i feel like there are pros or cons okay pros i feel like this pros of a girl i feel like typically like baby toddler girls are stereotypically more like easy right um which i mean we could go all into that but i just think that they're easier physically <laughs> on the moms yeah you know i've known i've known some crazy i've known some crazy toddler girls but yeah. i will say i will say just in the just in the general range yeah here, yeah boys brooks, are brooks was literally energy. the most calm yeah that's true you know he's yeah. just like the calmest energy um was like very reserved he's insane no straight up i'm like boys are nuts they're my, literally nuts my kids are wells wells very came way active, higher energy very high energy but even to have like a calm but low and way that, easier than miles yes than yes, miles and was she's at still this high energy age. yes no, even though she's and that's energy. the thing i feel like yes i'm just saying like to to feel like i had like the most reserved child and yeah. now at this point be like oh boys are nuts boys are wild yes i'm like they are they are just a different breed so i do feel like if i have like having the 20 month gap i'm like oh it'd be kind of nice if it was a girl if it was a girl like yes. for that reason i mean i'm not like hoping for that by any totally. means but i'm pros and cons you know yes pros i have girls names that i really like yes <laughs> i have two girls names that i love and i mm. use in a heartbeat and we have zero boys names. Okay, but so don't say them the so girl. no one steals it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Brent and I have said to think about this. <laughs> I strongly believe that you can't claim names. Until after you have the baby. Yes. Like until you've named a child. Yes. I think unless it's like your sister. Like you get one name. Yes. Like one name that's really, really, really special to you. And if a baby passes and you don't use it, off the table. It's right. fair game. It's fair game. <laughs> Um, but, and then boys, like, it'd just be so fun to have another boy. Like, uh, Miles would be so So excited excited. to have a brother. Oh, I can't even imagine. That would be so fun. The cutest. Yeah. I know. And I did think, like, oh, if I have a boy, And to have a girl, like, sandwiched between two boys would be kind of nice, too. Also, that's one thing, like, I really, really want Lola to have a sister, but also, like, 20 months, that's a really, really close sister. I agree. Like, my sister and I were three years apart, and we could not be closer, and I honestly feel like... One reason that we are so close is because is that, it was a good that age gap. Yeah. I feel like has has given us like a lot of allowances within that. Totally. Anyways, I'm like I, yeah, she's like my favorite person in the world. I wouldn't be closer to her if she was closer in age to me. Yeah. Anyways, I think I think especially like having such a good experience with a sister that's three years apart from me, I like have no desire to feel like they need to be closer. Right. But also like sisters are the best i would love for lola to have a sister but also i want miles to have a brother so can't lose so who knows yeah and honestly maybe i would feel okay to wait until birth but like i said i we really really need help with the names especially boy names and honestly girl names too i'm like i have two girl names i love but pierce does not like them <laughs> but he also doesn't really like any names pierce, so i will i will i need to give you this credit <laughs> because all husbands are hard like yeah. every every woman has this same every pregnant woman has the same conversation it's like i'm coming up with names left and right they turn down every single one mm-hmm. and then they don't give any advice you yeah. know they don't give any input that is just like you know oldest story in the book okay pierce is especially hard with thank names. you thank <laughs> you pierce is I very opinionated pain. and he has like pierce is very cool pierce has a distinct style and he's just like he totally cares but he also doesn't really it's not like he really cares and he has a few names that he loves and really really wants to use yes it's mostly he really cares and he doesn't like all my names <laughs> he, but like, I like my he names. really cares like, and he's like i'll know it when i hear it <laughs> like, he actually keep, did keep tell me he's like some. if it's a girl he's like i don't like any girl names if it's a girl you can just name her and Wait, I'll, come, amazing. I'll just decide to like it which there was a name that i wanted to name lola her whole pregnancy and at the end there pierce was like i just really don't like it and he he liked lola so that was like our compromise but um yeah now i'm like okay i'm using that name I'm using that, that name makes me because happy I've I keep have kept loving it. Yes, and he just hates everything. So <laughs> he would learn to love it. 
So best of luck to you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the update. Um, have we talked about how we almost named Lola Eloise? Let's, on the Instagram. Okay. On the Instagram. I have to mention it because I still just laugh every time I think about it. So I mentioned that we like, it was a game time decision with Lola. We had the hardest time, the hardest time. And like I said, I had this name that I was so set on. And at the end, Pierce was like, I cannot do it. Anyways, we had, we went into the hospital with four names and we were like, I don't really know about any of them. We really didn't know. Anyways, we finally narrowed it down after she was born to Lola and Eloise. <laughs> and I have to say, Britt and Johnny have loved the name Eloise forever and ever. And she did not say a word. Like she was <laughs> such a good friend. She did not say a word about it, which I'm really grateful for because because you had so many other factors I had to consider. Such yes. a hard time naming my baby. And I know you wouldn't have said like oh, I really want to use Eloise. Could you not? Yeah. Like you were, especially like you weren't even pregnant. Right. You weren't even pregnant. You right. never knew if you had a daughter. So no. like you would never have said like, oh, we really love Eloise. Yes. But like you didn't even say like, oh, Eloise is like our dream girl name. We'll use it one day <laughs> if we have a girl. Because then I, even if you wouldn't have said it was off the table, I would have felt really weird about using it. Totally. But you didn't totally. say anything about it. And we ended up naming her Lola. And then afterwards, Johnny was like, Oh yeah, Eloise is like our top favorite girl name and has been for a while. Like it was especially special to Johnny. And yes, I was like, it was oh. his like particular. It was like the biggest sigh of relief. I'm so glad we didn't oh use gosh. it. And I'm so grateful that that wasn't in my head the whole decision making process because it would have stressed me out. Oh, totally. So bad because I would have been like. It was all, it's already. Wait, I loved Eloise. It was one so of my hard. top two. Like I don't want to choose Lola by default, but also right. like. You want to know that you chose the name that you most loved. Yes. And that like felt And felt fitting. like Lola. And yes. she felt like Lola and. Yes. Lola felt like the right name for her and the right name for our family. And like, I'm just, it all worked out. Really I am dying. But I was so, I was so grateful to you because it was so hard. <laughs> well, I feel like people like naming a child, everyone talks about how fun it is, or I don't know, maybe nobody talks about how fun it is, but I thought it would be so fun. Everyone thinks it's going to be fun. Yeah. That's like, you, you have your list. Yes. Everyone has the list. You dream about it. It's like, you talk about baby names before you're even married. Yeah. With the guy, you know, yeah. like it's just fun. I don't know why. And I guess because it feels like such an official thing. You're like, I get to give a human a name. Yes. Like that's a big deal. Okay. <laughs> we have to talk about end doodles and stuff. Oh yes. Yes. I discovered her. I, I think I actually discovered her after I named Lola, which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. I think I would have overthought it even more, but she is a girl on TikTok and she cracks me up. She basically goes in depth and analyzes her whole thing is, what you name a kid says absolutely nothing about a kid, but it says everything, everything about, about the parents. parents and how they like wish to be perceived. And so she just goes through and she analyzes and she does baby name predictions for influencers. And when the first time I watched her videos, I'm like, I have never felt more transparent in my entire life. <laughs> right. Like, you know everything about me based off of what I named right, my children. Right. <laughs> and I felt 100%. so vulnerable. Anyways, it is highly, highly, highly entertaining if you want to find her. It's M-E-M, doodles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll link her and promise that you'll be entertained. Yeah. They are. They're actually so fun to watch. And anyway, I just feel like naming a kid is so hard already to begin with. And then <laughs> Paris knows. I'm just like, no, don't take someone else's. If you are close enough, like don't take the name. But... I will. But there's a huge but with that. There is. There's so many exceptions yeah. to that. You know, yeah. There are. I feel like there's like meaning, you know, meaningful totally. family names, people that you're not close enough to. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's a very small circle. That yes. It's like, yeah. But along with that, I also feel like until the baby is named. Yes. Like I'm like, don't take people's names. But until the baby's name. You can take their theoretical babies. A hundred percent. <laughs> maybe that's a hot take well but that's why I felt like this about Eloise I was obviously like oh please don't choose Eloise but I didn't yes. want to say anything because at the end of the day I knew yeah if you named Lola Eloise I was like it was going to be the cutest thing it would have been fitting for your baby and I would have picked something else that I fell just as much in love with yeah. and here's the you thing know what like, I mean people maybe, do that maybe you wouldn't have had a boy right or maybe maybe you would have had a girl five years later and you like were a little disenchanted with Eloise or maybe you had a girl and it was, if it was still like that meaningful to you, then we could both have Eloise. Yes. Yes. I just feel like, so as far as I feel like real kids in your real circle are a different thing, but, and like depending on the popularity, like there's definitely nuance within that, but 
but I feel like theoretical baby names you can't you can't base what you're gonna name your kid off of what someone else maybe wants to name a future child that maybe will happen yes <laughs> agreed we are we are in agreement yes on this. also I have zero protectiveness over my names also, I don't really have names. So. <laughs> also, every name you have, Pierce says no to. Yeah. <laughs> so if you actually want to use my names, please do, because they're really good and I'll never be allowed. <laughs> actually, you, Paris and Pierce named a dog one of their names. Yes. Oh, this is actually the best story. Yes, you need to. So I've... Pierce and I both, we love the name Sunny, S-O-N-N-Y. But, and I don't think that this is like a blanket rule for everyone. I'm not saying this applies to everyone but for me I really wanted my son to have a name that felt a little bit more serious to fall back on so if he ever like didn't like Sunny or I didn't want to like put Sunny on a job application or something I just wanted him to have a more serious name anyways I love the name Harrison and we can call him Sunny and like we call him Sunny his whole life like people can know him as Sunny but I want his birth certificate Harrison and Pierce was like I love Sunny it's my favorite name I will not do Harrison or anything else. Son, I, I love Samson. Oh my gosh, I love Samson. Yes. Okay, Samson, call him Sonny. And he's like, nope, Sonny or nothing. So we named, we we're like, we are never, ever, ever going to agree on this. We named our dog Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Anyway, okay, names. What was I? I guess I better give a postpartum update. Yes, I. we need it. So first of all, say how long you've been postpartum. Um, four and a half months. I'm four and a half months postpartum right now. Probably by the time this comes out, it'll be just over five. And this has been by far the most, the best postpartum experience I have had. Just what do you, drastically better. What do you think has made the difference? So that's what I wonder. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's after I had Wells and that was the darkest time. That was really hard for a full year. But, and the doctor who diagnosed me was like, you know, she, she hadn't been seeing me before that. So she couldn't tell, but she was like, you know, my guess is that you probably developed Hashimoto's doing your pregnancies so close and your body was just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just depleted. Mm -hmm. And it probably, that was the trigger and that's what probably triggered Hashimoto's anyway. But I do have to say that it has made me actually wonder, because I feel like a lot of the symptoms that were extra bad after I had Wells, I feel like they were present before, actually way before that. Mm -hmm. And so it has made me wonder, have I had this for longer than I knew? Um, so that could be a factor. Like that could have been what affected me postpartum with Brooks. I don't know, but I've had mild postpartum depression with both my boys. And this time I would not say that. I would say I've been stressed for sure. Life's a little crazy. Um, I would say I definitely had about a week of baby blues and I would recognize that, but I would not classify it as postpartum depression, which just just feels like the biggest shock. As your friend and like being so close with you after you had Wells and now being so close with you after you have had Eloise, like it's... I feel like that difference is really evident. Oh, totally. Yeah, I I agree. And that was a thing after I had Wells for just months and months and months and months. I just didn't know how to explain it other than like, I just feel like I'm in a fog and I do not feel like myself. Every time I would go somewhere, I was like struggling to make conversation. I was so in my own head. I was feeling so negative. Anyway, just lots of really difficult feelings and then um this time around I'm like yeah I can I'll be the first one to be like wow it's been a rough day yeah but I feel like myself yeah having a rough day you know what I mean like you feel able to cope with your rough day totally and I feel able to be honest about a rough day rather than feel defensive about it or feel you know like really bleak about it yes totally so that's been huge and a part of me wonders if it is like the difference between a girl and a boy I don't know interesting I've heard people say that the hormones can affect you that's interesting I'm not sure but anyway so I'm like maybe it's that I have my thyroid in check maybe it's a different gender I'm not really sure but I just am in a way better place and I do Paris and I talk a lot about nursing we just have such drastically different everything Pregnancy, yeah. postpartum, nursing, everything I feel like is just... We just do it... So wildly different. Like our bodies just do it differently. Totally, totally. And I feel like we have 
pretty similar routines and yes. values. Yeah. And still, so it's it just translates so differently. Yeah. Yeah. It really, I mean, I really do think it just comes to whatever genetics you have and I don't know why, but anyway, nursing, I'm like, I feel very neutral about nursing. <laughs> I'm like, I definitely don't dislike it and I definitely don't love it. I'm like, it's fine. You do it. It is what it is. Like, yeah. it's fine. And I'm glad that I I mean, it definitely eliminates a lot of the anxiety I have around sickness. I just, every time my kids are sick, I'm just like, oh, I'm so grateful that I can nurse right now. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm grateful that it's inexpensive, right? Like I'm happy about that, that I don't have. And, you know, with the, um, with the formula shortage. Yes, the formula shortage. So that's scary. like so um, reassuring, you know, just to know that like, I don't have to worry about that. Anyway, that being said, one thing that, and obviously it's so sweet to snuggle with your baby, but I'm like just as happy to snuggle giving a bottle as I am to nurse. Yeah. Anyway, that being said, one of the weird things I get postpartum is, um, which I'm now feeling like, I don't remember, it It must have stopped in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to have to pay better attention. But I every time, every time I nurse, I get just this strangest I know a lot of people get this and I can't remember what it's called but like this overwhelming feeling of like when you get a pit in your stomach and you can't remember why you know when you're like driving and you just feel sick and you're like why am I feeling like this and then you're like oh yeah that thing happened or whatever because you're nursing you're right yes that is what it's like a pit either a pit in my stomach or just like so insanely anxious like almost heart beating like crap what's happening like panicked and then the second I realize the second I notice the feeling I remind myself I'm nursing and it just like slowly dissipates and it's fine it's pretty amazing that you can be feel neutral about nursing while having those feelings associated with it I feel like like that's a lot of work you've done for that that is that is true and I feel like this time around honestly that's the other thing is is genuinely I feel like a thousand times more confident mom and I feel way more accepting of my struggles and weaknesses as a mother and just like really feel like if you just kind of ride the wave things always you know things always come out on top yeah and so that's one of them that I think in the past like with Brooks that was really hard for me and especially I started nursing Brooks um or I started pumping because he was in the NICU for so long and so I had to (laughs) have this hospital grade pump, which have you ever nursed with a hospital grade pump? No, but I hate pumping. Oh my gosh. These things are like, they're from like the fifties. Okay. It's a giant metal box. It's so heavy. I couldn't even use it at first because the suction. Oh, it is. That sounds horrifying. Next level. That sounds horrifying. (laughs) It is next level. I had to use it after hit Brooks and I had to work up to it. I would turn it down on the lowest setting. I was like, this can't be right. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like a torture chamber. <laughs> a torture device. Anyway, so having like that bring on those feelings was really, really stressful for me. But um, now that I know what to expect and the second I recognize the emotion, I can just tell myself like, oh, it's because I'm nursing. Do a couple of deep breaths. It all fades away. And just like gradually over the months, like it gets less and less every time. And honestly, I'm now at the point where like, I'm like, oh, I don't think I've had that feeling in a little while. It might've been a couple of weeks. So anyway, happy about that. That's great. Yeah. What do you feel like you've, I know you said that like you feel like it's just a little bit random that Eloise has been, you've been able to do so much better mentally. Do you feel like you've had any practices or like mindsets or routines that have helped? Yeah, I did have one thought too. I wanted to do an episode on the first 40 days. Yes. We both read pieces of that and I didn't like, it's not necessarily like a sit and read through. I mean, it's got like recipes in it. So it's not like a sit and read through every single page, but Anyway, I kind of picked it apart. And honestly, I don't think I would do an episode, or I would, but I would just bag on it, honestly. Really? <laughs> because here's why, why I felt like reading it, I read it at towards the very end of my pregnancy with Eloise and maybe even into like the first couple weeks, I think. And I felt so um, not prepared. Like it basically is telling you, and I just felt unprepared. It felt like I didn't have the resources to do what it was telling me. Mm. I felt like I was doing everything wrong. I, I just, everything about it, it made me feel so anxious because basically they tell you to 
lay in bed for 40 days? Yes. Stay, <laughs> stay in your bed and basically doing soft bed rest for 40 days, for six weeks. And I just was like, we don't have the resources to do that. My mom's going to be here for a week. And then Johnny was not taking his paternity leave until the month after we had Eloise. And so I was like, so I have a newborn and two toddlers running around. Like that's just not even possible. Yeah. You know, I was just feeling, and then the recipes, honestly, some of them are good and some are just straight up like wacko. I'm like, (laughs) I am not making that. I actually (laughs) haven't read the book, but I have a friend who swears by it. And after I had Lola, she brought me a couple of things from it and it was amazing. Yeah. But I'm sure she picked out like the really good ones. Exactly. Some are like awesome. And some you're like, what the, I am (laughs) not making that. Are they like rooted in Chinese medicine? Yes. Okay. Well, okay. So the girl who wrote the book is Chinese and that is where she learned all of this. But I think she actually pulls from a number of different cultures, but there were definitely some recipes in there that I thought were a little strange, but (laughs) also some good ones. Anyway, my point in bringing this up though, was that I was feeling like, man, I'm just not going to be able to do this. This isn't realistic. And then... I don't know. Basically what I took from it was like, you know what? I'm just going to slow down. Like I was literally walking the day after I had Wells and I'm just going to slow down this time around. And I don't know if I shared this, but after I had Wells in the hospital, the nurse told me that the fastest way to bring your hips back together, which my hips just really open up. And she told me the fastest way to bring them back together was to go walking. And not that I was purely like, oh, I want to, you know, want to get back in shape. But I was just like, sweet, bring my hips back together. She like couldn't emphasize enough how good it was for you. So I'm like, I'm going to go walking. Anyway, I literally went walking the day after I had Wells, which is just insane. I remember because I ran into two friends. And this time around after reading the book, I'm like, okay, I tried that. And that was such a rough postpartum experience. I'm just going to try and just slow down. I'm not going to be perfect at it. I'm not going to be on bed rest for six weeks, but I'm going to do my best. And we didn't get a baby swing. I, we sold our baby swing after we had the boys and I hadn't, I'm borrowing one from a friend right now, but I hadn't borrowed it yet. So for six weeks, we didn't have a swing and I literally just held her. I held Eloise for six full weeks and if I wasn't holding her, then I was asking someone else to hold her, which felt a little bit like a favor. And I think obviously because of that, I just like stayed literally on my couch holding her as much as I could. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to try and make dinner because I'm sitting on my couch holding my baby. I'm not going to, you know, run around with my boys right now. I'm going to sit on my couch and hold my baby and that's okay. And that's this phase and it goes fast. And, and I really just tried to prolong that as long as possible. And I didn't by any means feel like I can't stand up. I can't go on a walk. I can't, but I did just think it's okay to be slow right now. It's okay to not make dinner for my family. It's okay to not show up to, you know, all the activities, all the things. And obviously we didn't have all the resources to be able to just like do nothing and have food delivered to us all the time. But we even did drive to Napa just to prolong that time. Johnny had like really crazy hours and we both were just, you know, Eloise was just a few weeks old and we were like, we want to prolong the bubble. Like we just don't want to be in the real world. And I will say like, I did have a breakdown while we were there one day saying like, I feel like such a burden on everyone. But I felt like that because genuinely like I took advantage of it. I was sitting on the couch holding Eloise. And if I wasn't holding her, I was asking my mother-in-law or Johnny to hold her. And anyway, so I just feel like as much as I didn't love that book because I feel like it um, really encouraged standards that felt unrealistic to me, what I did take away from it was just to slow down and be okay with genuinely not having any expectations and, you know, sitting and snuggling with your baby and eating nourishing foods. And I tried to do that as much as I could. And and I honestly do think that that... I don't know how much mentally, but at least physically, I do think it made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's so important and we're quick to focus on, oh, your baby's going to be little, just soak it up, soak it up because it goes so fast, which is so true, especially that newborn phase, you know, the toddler phase, the days are long, but the years are short, but like the newborn phase, it is really 
so, so, so short. And I don't think we focus enough on how healthy it is for the mom to be so close with the baby. I mean, it's good for the baby, but I think it's also good for us as moms to just have that physical content tact all the time I mean they were in us for almost 10 months right I I know for me I just feel like I need to be by my babies and you know taking off that pressure from yourself and just allowing yourself to be with your baby like do skin to skin just like be close to her yeah I think is so I think it's so good yeah it is And and there's totally a happy medium between not doing anything for 40 days or soft bed rest for 40 days and like getting ready and going to a party two days totally (laughs) totally totally and also along with this thought I just had like one other thought I wanted to share about that but my mom really struggled with postpartum depression like it was much more serious than mine was and knowing that I have a lot of my mom's genetics and so I just kind of had that on my radar yeah and, and you know thought okay I'm gonna watch for this and both of my boys I will say like I was like, oh, like, I'm not doing great, but like, you know, I'm a new mom. I'm like, I'm sleep deprived. You know, this is a new experience, whatever. And I feel like I just kept dismissing it and kept thinking like, oh, well, I don't need to check myself into a hospital. It's not that bad. So I must not have postpartum depression. And it wasn't until literally a, like 10 months after I had Wells that actually Johnny said something to me that all of a sudden it was like hindsight 2020, you know, like all of a sudden I was, I realized that I 100% had postpartum depression and just was not myself, was not doing well. And I had just been excusing it away for so long. Anyway, so I do feel like if that's something that you are nervous about, or even if you feel like a little off, I think getting an outside perspective, somebody that's really close to you that could be able to speak truth to that is so, 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 so helpful because sometimes it's really hard to see until you're on the other side. Yeah. That's great advice because I know that's a really common experience for women. Like postpartum depression is not unique or postpartum anxiety or whatever you struggle with postpartum. Like it's very common and very like people there are people equipped to help as well for sure so that's insightful it's good to hear anyway okay well I think honestly that was my postpartum update we're done we're done having kids with our kids so that should be my last (laughs) that should be my last postpartum experience well you'll have to share birth stories one day too because if you're not gonna have any more to share we'll we'll do a birth stories episode we'll do a birth stories episode for sure Maybe after this baby comes. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Well, I feel like I've sufficiently updated. Me too. Me too. That was fun. Thank you so much for listening. We just launched our newsletter. If you want, you can go to our Instagram page and find that. Our Instagram is at kindred underscore conversations. We always love getting to talk to you and connect on there. So follow us there. And we always ask for submissions for episodes. So 